Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. You know what it is! It's Taco My fellow Taconians, welcome. Here we are. It is indeed Tuesday. Time to have your favorite tacos. Or time to be your favorite taco. And what better way to start off Taco Tuesday than to tell the saga of Jose Alba in the Bogota in the Bronx. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg announced he was dropping murder charges against New York City Bogota worker Jose Alba on Tuesday. That would be Taco Tuesday today. The DA's office filed a motion in Manhattan Criminal Court to dismiss the case against Mr. Alba, 61, after deciding what we all knew, anyone who watched the video knew this, that they would never be able to prove he wasn't justified in using deadly physical force to stop someone from attacking him. He was charged by this zealous, progressive, liberal district attorney's office with second-degree murder after defending himself while and fatally stabbing 35-year-old Austin Simon, who attacked him in the Blue Moon Convenient Store of Bogota. It was in Harlem, actually, not the Bronx. Surveillance footage showed Mr. Simon confronting the Bogota worker behind the counter, shoving him into the shelves. Mr. Alba grabbed a knife, fatally wounded Simon in the footage. What was this all about? It was all over a bag of chips. A bag of chips. Simon's girlfriend tried to buy a bag of chips with a credit card or debit card, whatever it was. The card did not go through. In the footage, Mr. Alba Alba is seen repeatedly trying to run her EBC, the electronic benefits card. Otherwise, it was a welfare card. She was using a welfare card to buy potato chips. And the card wouldn't go through. He tells her the first time the payment was declined. Asking him $3. Did you put food? Meaning, meaning, did you mark the potato chip or whatever chips they were as food so it would go through? The woman insists there's money on the card. I'm going to call it in in front of you. I'm going to let you hear them. Mr. Albert responds, okay, ma'am. Okay, Mama, let me do it another time. My goodness, my God, he says. Transaction doesn't work a second time. The exchange becomes more heated. 
Finally, Mr. Alba says, hey, it's not my problem. It's not working. It's not working. Alba starts serving other customers. The woman starts shouting from somewhere else. In the meantime, Mr. Alba allegedly took the bag of chips from the woman's daughter. That moment is not in the footage. She's the woman. You can't touch my daughter. Don't snatch that out of my daughter, you effing POS. Effing POS. This is all over a bag of chips. Who said that? Uh, The girlfriend said that. Then she threatened the convenience store worker, the Bogota worker, that her boyfriend is going to F him up. Mr. Simon, the boyfriend, comes in the store, starts shouting at the boat, at the Bogota worker to come out, come out. Mr. Alba tells him, Papa, Papa, I don't want no problem, Papa. Papa, come on, come on, leave me alone, Papa. Mr. Simon walks past the customer area of the counter, enters the workers' counter area. What's up with you? Starts shoving him against the shelves. The man falls back. Mr. Simon continues to square up in the shop worker's face. He grabs Mr. Alba by the back of the shirt, pulls him up out of his chair, out of the counter area. At that point, it was at that point, while he's being assaulted, that Mr. Alba grabs a knife from some shelves and begins to stab Mr. Simon. The two men are still struggling on camera until finally there's no more struggle from Mr. Simon. Come on, man. All of this, ladies and gentlemen, over a bag of chips and a sense of entitlement. I'm entitled no matter what. Oh, my welfare card isn't working. My benefits card isn't working. No, I'm going to stand here and argue with you. No, you're going to give it me what I want anyway because I want it. That seems to be the attitude. The guy's trying to accommodate her. The card isn't working. She doesn't get what she wants. She has to, the, the child has to go without chips. So, no, I'm going to get my boyfriend to F you up. The boyfriend comes in and starts to do just that, starts to F up the Bogota worker. And his life is now gone over a $3 bag of chips. He couldn't just say, the boyfriend couldn't just say to his girlfriend, look, Let's just chill out. The car's not working. Let's figure out how to get the $3 another way so we can get the chips. Or let's come back later. Or let's do what? No, he's going to go behind the counter and he's going to literally beat this man over a $3 bag of potato chips or, or whatever chips they were. Rather than Alvin Bragg look at all of this in his office, no. What do they do? They go get the Bogota worker, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure to pin a murder charge on you. Now, by the way, the girlfriend also stabbed. This was on. This is in this, not in this story. The girlfriend is seen on video also stabbing Mr. Alba in the shoulder. She hasn't been charged. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't been charged. That's terrible. 
It's terrible because this prosecutor's office is out of control. Anybody that saw this happen, which is why there was such disquiet among everybody who saw this. They didn't understand. What is the logic here? How in the world could anyone objectively see what happened in this video, see what happened with this account, and actually charge this worker with second-degree murder? Well, now the district attorney's office has had to finally admit they never had a case. They didn't have a case from the beginning. There's another story today, New York Times. Why city workers in New York are quitting in jail. Speaking of quitting, Bill de Blasio. Three percentage points. That's all he could muster up in the polling for this race, this congressional race. And so Bill de Blasio says, nope, taking my marbles, going home, not going to run for electoral office anymore. I'm done. Hooray, hooray. Bill de de Blasio, perhaps his last hurrah, now in self-exile, not going to run for for office anymore, according to himself. The New York Times today, as I said, why city workers in New York are quitting in droves. Competition from the private sector, the government's bulky hiring practices have prompted thousands, thousands of New York City workers to say, no mas, we're out. New York City, the largest municipal employer in the country, facing an exodus of city workers. There's a surge in job vacancies. And now some municipal services are finding it difficult, finding it difficult to deliver. The wave of departures, healthcare workers, parks employees, police officers, child protective service workers that are finally quitting are high ranking officials with decades of experience. The city's overall job vacancy rate, 7.7% in March, five times higher than in recent years. A wide array of city agencies has been hit. Nearly 25% of the jobs in the buildings department are vacant. Resignations from New York City's police department are the highest they have been in 20 years. Police officers have had enough. They've had enough of watching the criminals that they apprehend turn loose right back on the streets. Others that are quitting are quitting because they don't want to be in the office. They don't want to return back to the office. They'd rather work from home or work off-site as they were accustomed to do during the COVID years. Added to all of this, a lethargic lethargic hiring process. You can't fill vacancies quickly. 
So they're mounting up. This is big government. This is New York City bureaucracy. There's also a rule that an agent an agency, any New York agency can only fire, I mean hire one worker after two workers have left. Many of those leaving cite Mayor Adams' campaign to demand workers return to the office full time. In the private sector, they're offering hybrid schedules. You work from the office, sometimes you work from home, not Mr. Adams. No, no, no. Put it all together, and we have another New York City disaster unfolding before our eyes. Thank you, Mayor Adams. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. It's our rush hour right here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York, and we are coming right back. Taco It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. Welcome to Taco Tuesday right here on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. Now, this is usually where we'd be introducing Mark Stein. Mark Stein is still out of the country, headed back. He will be with us next week. And Mark, as we have stated on this program a few times, is just doing amazing work. Mark is highlighting and making sure that people are aware of the stories that people have regarding vaccinations, what has gone wrong for people. And it is underreported, not just in media in the United States, but internationally. Mark is very busy uncovering that story. And I'll tell you what, fearless. Mark Stein is just incredibly fearless. Our friend Mark Stein will be back with us next week. I just mentioned that New York City is hemorrhaging workers in other quarters. It's not going well either. Oh, by the way, I got a call. We got a call, I understand. What did this woman, what did she say, Kev? She, she... Apparently, she didn't like the way uh, that you were pronouncing uh, bodegas or bogotas, the way you were pronouncing that. Bogota. Yeah, that. You have that Jill, that Jill uh, uh, Biden soundbite there again, Dr. Jill Biden. Can you please play Dr. Jill Biden? Oh, this one? Raul helped build this, this organization. One with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. This was the First Lady of the United States, Dr. Joe Biden, telling us that Hispanic people in America, are as diverse as the Bogotas of the Bronx, the Blossoms of Miami, and the Breakfast Tacos in San Antonio. She should know how to pronounce it, right? She's a doctor. She's a doctor. That's got to be the right way to do it. If she's a doctor and she's telling us that the right word is Bogota, 
this woman, whoever you are, respectfully, that calls here complaining that I'm pronouncing Bogota wrong, where's your doctorate? Joe Biden has a doctorate. She's Dr. Joe Biden. If Joe Biden says the word is Bogota, the word is Bogota. She must know what she's doing. Exactly. She's the first lady. We're just in the, in the communications business here. First lady says the words Bogota. We're going with the first lady. It's Bogota. For heaven's sakes, the stuff I have to deal with sometimes. The Congressional Workers Union announced today eight Democratic offices will be the first to unionize. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please take a minute and absorb this story. For as long as we have been living, Democrats, liberals have claimed to be the party of the working man and woman. They are the party that typically says that people in the United States are oppressed by the rich, particularly rich Republicans who don't care about them. I would like you to listen, please, to the eight Democrat offices that are now being unionized. And why are they being unionized? They're being unionized. The Congressional Workers Union website says the unionization was prompted by problematic work conditions, including insufficient pay high turnover, and, quote-unquote, pervasive sexual harassment. This is why there is now a congressional union, and the union has already moved into eight offices. Representative Cory Bush, Democrat, Missouri. Chewy Garcia. Democrat, Illinois, Ro Kahana, Democrat, California, Andy Levin, Democrat, Michigan, Ted Liu, Democrat, California, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I'm the boss. Democrat, New York, Ilhan Omar, Democrat, Minnesota, and Melaine Stansberry, Democrat, New Mexico. These Democrats are accused by the Congressional Workers Unions of running offices that have problematic work conditions, including insufficient pay, high turnover, and pervasive sexual harassment. Some of these Democrats are multimillionaires, like Representative Ted Lieu, a lawyer and real estate investor with a network of over $3.5 million. Mr. Levin owns an energy company. Did you know that Democrats own energy companies? 
he's worth almost four mil. And our former chief of staff to Mr. Garcia, Mr. Garcia, Chewy Garcia from Illinois, says that a former chief of staff there laughed in the face of a female staffer after she disclosed that she had been sexually harassed, both when she was working for Senator Bernie Sanders and in his office, I guess. Or, I don't know, maybe it was just Sanders. This is stunning. Nowhere, I bet you, if you watch PMSNBC tonight, if you watch NBC, ABC, CBS, I bet you you won't see this story. How Democrats are mistreating their workers, how Democrats are not paying their workers, how Democrats' offices are so awful when it comes to sexual harassment, pervasive sexual harassment, that these Democrat offices have now unionized so that they can try to have fair, a fair, non-hostile work environment. And where was AOC today? She was out, they had a protest in front of the Supreme Court. She's been, she was escorted off by police officers with her hands behind her back, looking like she was handcuffed. Only a few minutes later, she raises her hand in like a power salute. And everyone's saying, this woman's not wearing handcuffs. Why is she trying to front? Why is she trying to pretend that she's wearing, that she was handcuffed? She's a pretender. This woman is just so fake and phony. I'm the boss. That's right. And her office apparently is run like it is just one of these high school frat boy offices. That's how, that's how apparently, and you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez does not show up in, 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 in clothes from Ross. She doesn't show up in clothes from Marshalls. She doesn't show up in clothes from Walmart or Target. She wears nice designer clothes everywhere, doesn't she? You having a good time, Joe? Uh, uh, Yeah, she's having a really good time. Gets to the Met Gala. Meanwhile, the people in her office subjected to problematic work conditions, including insufficient pay, high turnover, and pervasive, pervasive, pervasive sexual harassment. Mm, mm, mm. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. Rush. Amigos y amigas Introducing The Beatles 
promise not to tell. Do you want to know a secret with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly? That's right, and here we are on WAPOC. It is Taco Tuesday, and we love our tacos. Taco Tuesday! Do you want to know a secret? Do you promise not to tell? Yeah, here's another secret that you may not have known. Our uh, climate czar. Do you know who our climate czar is? Most people don't know. It's John Kerry. Yeah, yeah, Lurch. Um, That's what we used to call him back in the rest of the day, Lurch. Um, John Kerry, his family jet, you know, he goes all over the world, climate change. He's telling us that we have to live differently. Uh, We have to stop using so many fossil fuels. We need to, we have to lower the amount of, uh, of, of all this carbon stuff in the air because we, we are destroying the planet while he flies around in his private jet. Well, it turns out the, Kimberly, the, the Kerry family jet, which is a Gulfstream 4 SP, has made a total of 48 trips lasting more than 60 hours. This is since Joe Biden's been in office and he's been the climate czar. And it has emitted an estimated 715,886 pounds. Or, put another way, 325 metric tons of carbon since Joe Biden was sworn in. Yeah. So here the liberals once again. You do this. You stop driving your SUV because your SUV is burning up too much gasoline. Meanwhile, this guy is running around the world not just a few tons 715,886 pounds of carbon blowing out of his private jet. Are you kidding me? No. And he's telling you what to do. Now, I want to see what the J6 committee does about this. The Secret Service says, screw you. We can't find the text. (laughs) That's what they're saying. Okay, they said, we don't have any more text. We erased all our phones. We don't have the text. The J6 committee has subpoenaed the U.S. Secret Service. The Secret Service says, I'm sorry. Too bad. Too sad. No. Be glad. We don't have any more text to show you. We erased all the phones. So go stick your request where the sun doesn't shine. That's where you can stick your subpoena. You're killing me, Smalls. Let's see. Let us just see what happens now. Now it's the Secret Service against the J6 committee. Let's see whether there'll be any 
ramifications. Protesters against the proposal to open a Planned Parenthood clinic gathered outside a California high school board meeting. Why did they gather at a high school board meeting? Well, because the board of Norwalk Namorada Unified School District was planning to vote whether to allow Planned Parenthood to open up an office in the high school. Yeah, Planned and that's it's not just one. Planned Parent now wants to roll out in California 50 offices, 50 clinics inside high schools. Planned Parenthood. Are you kidding me? No, I am not kidding. Parents found this out and they are livid. Hell they show, no. they showed up to the school in such numbers and and once they got word of it the school board said, you know what? We're not going to vote on this this week. But the parents showed up anyway. Planned Parenthood. Now they want to open up in your high school. These people, I'm telling you, these liberals are just amazing. By the way, did you know that Nancy Pelosi's husband bought a million dollars of computer chip stock recently? Right before Congress was supposed to vote on legislation that would give a massive subsidy to the industry. In other words, right before the vote, Pelosi's husband dumps a million dollars in of the week before they're supposed to vote on something that would benefit the Pelosi family. This is, see, you, ladies and gentlemen, you don't get a chance to do this. Your little peasant portfolio, you and me, we're the peasants. We don't get inside information like this. When we get information, the stocks have already shot up in value, and the rich <clears throat> keep getting richer, <clears throat> like the Pelosi's. And yet, these people, these are the same people that tried to go after Donald Trump for profiteering. Remember that? Remember they said he was profiting off the presidency because he ran a hotel and the hotel happened to be in Washington, D.C.? When Donald Trump has been in the hotel business most of his life, yet here they are, right, brazen in front of your face, screw you, we're going to plop a million dollars down on computer chips and then we're going to roll out some legislation that will benefit us. Who is going to stop them? Who's going to say no? They hold the power. What are you going to do about it? That's the question. Uh, There's so much more. Of course, you know, speaking of more injustice, that the DOJ is not going to prosecute Colbert staff for showing up in the Capitol violating the rules, and trying to get into the offices of conservatives. This was the same exact thing that they have people languishing in jail for because they supposedly wanted to be part of an insurrection. Yet, when Colbert's show sends people, they do the same thing. The DOJ says, ah, they didn't really mean it. The United States Capitol Police 
was just informed the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia is declining to prosecute the case because Democrats don't prosecute other Democrats if they can all help it. They want to only prosecute Republicans. There is a two-tier justice system in this country. They don't care that they're doing it right in front of your face, just like Pelosi. We'll spend a million dollars. We'll do what looks like to be insider trading. We'll do it in front of you, and you can kiss our, our behinds if you don't like it. Who's going to stop us? These people can go inside and do their little insurrection routine in Congress. Who's going to stop them? Why, Stephen Colbert is one of the good people in their book. He's one of the leftist heroes. There are changes, and beware of this story, coming to the Electoral Count Act. The Democrats are getting ready for the next elections. We'll have more on that during the week. Joe Biden is going to supposedly declare a climate emergency as soon as this week, an emergency. By the way, there is a significant portion of the country that are going to be under heat, extreme heat watches this week. In Europe, in the UK, they are facing record, and they've been uh, taking notes of the weather a lot longer than we have, and this week sets records for them in terms of the heat over in the United Kingdom. So I want to ask you a question. Most of us think that this man-made global warming stuff is a hoax. The climate has been changing from day one. In fact, all of Earth used to be an ice ball. Did you know that? The entire planet covered in ice. It's not an ice ball anymore. So we did have some global warming somewhere in our history. But I want to ask you something. Do you think... Let us take the two words man-made out of it. Do you think that we are experiencing a rapid shift with climate change where we are in entering a period where the climate for the world is noticeably changing? That's my question for you. Or do you think this is just all um that this is all just part of a much larger cycle. Nothing to... And besides, what are we going to do about it? Even if. All right, telephones. I've been hogging all the time. We are coming to your telephones. If you want to be part of the phones as we get to the last segments of the show, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. This is James Golden. This is Rush Hour. This is Taco Tuesday. And thank you for all of my dear Taconians for being here with us as we celebrate Taco Tuesday. This is every Tuesday. And if you want, you can go to your local Bogotas and pick up some taco shells and not only have some good breakfast tacos tomorrow, but some good dinner tacos tonight. We're coming right back right after this. Y'all know what today is, right? I said, do y'all know what today is? Today is Taco Tuesday! 
It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush on Rush. 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush, Rush. That TikTok audio, we're going to use it. Electric word life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be alright. Prince brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 7. Let's go crazy. Headed to the telephones, but I want to play something for you. There's a story today in uh, that comes out of New Jersey that a transgendered prisoner believed to have impregnated two female inmates after being transferred into a woman's prison has now been removed. Demi Minor, 27, now incarcerated at the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility in Burlington County, a prison for young adult offenders after previously being housed at the Edna Mahine Correctional Facility for women. He's transgendered. They think he got two females pregnant. Now, what difference does that make? We're told anybody could get pregnant. So what if there's a transgender dude in there getting women pregnant? Doesn't mean he's not transgender, does it? And speaking of all of that, on the um, Libs for TikTok site today, they're not, people are not just identifying with these pronouns of he, she, they, them, whatever. There are some people now who are identifying as animals, as cats, for instance. And here is one young lady explaining how she has identified as a cat and she and her friends and what they are doing as they identify as cats. Hit it. I'm teaching you guys some ways that my friends and I meow to one another to communicate when words just seem a little too difficult. So here we go. Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Meow. Okay, then we have the dissatisfied meow. And the angry meow, but we only use this one on rare occasions because overall we're a very happy kitten family. Meow. Then the happy or content meow. Meow. Okay, then one of the most important ones for our kitten family is the I want to go potty meow. It took me a really long time to master this meow because it it needs to be really specific in order for my kittens to understand. Okay, this is the most important meow for me, and it's the I need help wiping meow. Okay, and last but definitely not least, 
is our in-heat meow, and we use this when we need a little bit more special kitten attention, if you know what I mean. Meow. Oh, meow. There, there's a community of them that identify as kittens, and they have their own community, and uh, this is the language that they're speaking now. So you see, it's not just he, she, them, they. It's now meows. Let us go to Brooklyn and Larry. Thank you for waiting, Larry. Welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. Hi there. A few things I want to pick up on. First of all, that meow community is going to end up with damaged vocal cords over time because they're not cats. And um, also about this Planned Parenthood in high schools, you know, um, everything about the left is a lie. Uh, and I think that they should reject them on the basis of the fact that their name is a lie. This isn't a, a, a terminated pregnancy is not a planned parenthood. It's an unplanned pregnancy. You should say, we don't want you in the high schools, they should say, because you got the wrong name. This is unplanned parenthood. This is not you, when you come back with the right name, then maybe we'll consider you. And it's, uh, it, it's, well, Cal- it, it's, it's California. It's California. There's no hope. Go ahead. So, go ahead. I want to point one one more thing about AOC. Okay, very interesting. You said she was walking with her hands behind her back when that comedian was heckling her, and uh, she turned around and came at him like she wanted to bust his head. Okay, and she had to be restrained. Later on, she said that she he was menacing her and saying dangerous sexual things that she felt intimidated. Now, that's very similar to what she said about the insurrection when she was inside the building, in the, the congressional building in the, in the, during the insurrection. I felt like my life was, 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 uh, was, was uh, at risk. Meanwhile, she, came, she turned around and came at the guy like she wanted to hit him in the head. So she's a Well, liar. okay, Larry, Larry, listen to this. Again, I have no mercy for that guy. It was, it, he shouldn't have done that. And it was low rent, low class, and, 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 you know, look, I'm not an AOC fan, but come on. Thank you for the call, Larry. Appreciate it. Peter in New Jersey, welcome. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you doing? All right, Paul. How are you doing? Good. Say, at the beginning of this segment, you said that there was a department of some sort to oversee sexual harassment and so on and so forth. No, we're yeah. talking about Democrats now have a union because working for these Democrat congressmen, they the people... These are Democrat staffers that saying that are saying their offices are filled with pervasive sexual harassment, horrible working conditions, and so now they're unionizing, including Cory Bush, including AOC, and including Ilhan Ilmar's office. They're unionizing. Go ahead, Peter. They're unionizing. Wasn't Cory Bush brought up on charges for, for sexual harassment at the job? Also, didn't this Democratic Party try to lower the consent? For sex with women? Mm. I'm going to have to look into that. I'll have to look into that and see uh, whether that's accurate or not, Peter. Thank you for the call. I do appreciate it. Let's go to Lodi and John. John, you're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you? I'm good, uh, Boast. Um, I had the same thing that Larry said about AOC. Well, during the, um, during the uh, January 6th problem they had over there, like I said, she was in her office saying, "Oh, they're, like they were, they were banging, they're going to break her door down," and and they weren't. So she's just full of it. If you ask me, she's just full of it. And well, she was on TV today saying that her hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars salary is uh, not enough to live on. 
Well, I mean, she's not. I mean, it's not for her. She has expensive taste. Now, the workers in her office are living on a lot less, and she doesn't have any sympathy for them. They're having to unionize to see whether they can get better wages from AOC and Ilhan Ilma. But, of course, 170-something is not enough. Uh, look, AOC's running around in rarefied air circles. She's living the life, bro. She's living the dream. That's not enough money if you're living the dream. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don in Long Beach. How are you, Don? Welcome. You're on Boston Early's uh, Rush Hour. Hi, Mr. Golden. How are you? Good, thank you. Got a, got a comment on the bodega incident. Um, this is happening. Bogota. In I, I'm sorry. It's not a bodega. It's a Bogota. Dr. Jill Excuse Biden said it's a Bogota. <laughs> yes. Um, I've had situations where I'm a, a, a counter and, you know, maybe somebody next to me just doesn't have enough cash. And I'm not telling people what to do, but I always reach into my pocket, and especially with a mother and a little girl. I would have paid the three bucks, and all of that would have been avoided. You know, if you have it in your heart, you want to be a good Samaritan, nothing wrong with you know, laying out a couple of bucks to make a kid happy. That's all that I want to say. I agree with that sentiment, but it's, but it's up to the store owner. Look, we don't know all the conditions there. He's working there. Suppose, suppose this happens a lot in the store. And suppose the management said, look, as much as we'd like to help, we can't give away merchandise here. People have to pay. Now, look, $3, if your card doesn't work, I understand that you might be embarrassed. But she says, I'm going to go get my boyfriend to F you up. And the boyfriend comes in and starts to F up the guy. Nah, ain't cool. But I understand your point, Don, and you're a good man. Thank you. Mike, Middletown, New Jersey. WABC Talk Radio 77 is post nerdy's Rush Hour. What's up, Mike? James, great to talk to you again. Why is Sandy from Westchester wearing a uh, coat on a 95-degree day outside in the heat and humidity? I hope that officer checked her for weapons because, you know, if you see something, something doing something strange, you better check them for weapons. She you better be say something. Hmm. If you see something, say something. Interesting observation, Mike. Very interesting. Eric. In the Bronx, Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you? How you doing, Big Bad Bo, the golden one? Hey, name for uh, old Jill, Bogota Jill from the Boogie Down Bronx. Also, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, White Man's Burden, 1995, Harry Belafonte and John Travolta. Leah Thomas should get Woman of the Year. Look at all these women that have been women their whole life. This guy is a woman for one year, and he's kicked their ass in swimming. Why shouldn't he be the woman of the year? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wanna, Eric, we're going to have to pose that question to everybody. Eric's point. Okay, the guy should be – I'm sorry, not the guy. The woman should be woman of the year. She's only been a woman for the year. And all these women have been women all their lives, and she's doing better. Gotta love it. Jack in Pearl River. Last point, time's running out quickly. You gotta make it quick. Yeah, Bo, on Saturday morning, you had a caller saying, and you seem to agree with him, that you didn't think he's got the right answers to Flight 800. Sunday the 17th was the anniversary of TWA Flight 800. And uh, the, the caller was, I believe, a New York City detective yep. that was part of the scuba team. 
and they recovered about 90 what you, Okay, look, I got to run. I want you to call me back on this because your initial assertion was right. I think there's a lot more to that story that we don't know. James Golden, Snurley, back tomorrow, 4 o'clock for Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Cats at night up next. See you tomorrow. Bye. You know what it is. It's Taco Tuesday. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.